0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bored on This Day podcast. I'm Amanda Barker.
1: And I'm Bill Antonew.
0: Hey, Bill, what day is it?
1: It's July 6th, Amanda.
0: It sure is. And it's also International Kissing Day. Oh, Mwah, Mwah. You know
1: what? Some, <laughs> th- this is a difficult day to celebrate in quarantine, I can tell you that. <laughs> I got mirrors. Uh, celebrating this in quarantine is very difficult because uh, those of us who are alone are getting absolutely no action, and those of us who are married are getting even less, so don't even try boasting <laughs> to me about
0: it. I got mirrors and yeah. an imagination. Um, <laughs> well, it is practiced in the United Kingdom, but uh, of course now it's, uh, it's worldwide and has been for the last 20 years or so, so now it's called International Kissing Day, oh. and it's just, you know... For people who may have forgotten the simple pleasures associated with kissing, kissing for kissing's sake. Um, and, uh, you know, with uh, with times being what they are, kiss responsibly. Kissing can be an enjoyable experience in and of itself, as people claim on this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently a lot of people prefer it because it's not commercialized like Valentine's Day has become.
1: True. It's a, a very favorite pastime of mine, I have to say.
0: Well, people born on July the 6th are considered highly creative and ambitious. They do not like being by themselves. They do not like discord in their families or otherwise. They're actually very close to their families, and uh, they can be dependent on their families. They can be very traditional when it comes to their values with love and marriage, and they make a great friend because people born on July the 6th are extremely protective.
1: Interesting. Well, let's see if that's true of our birthday celebrants today, Amanda. Mm -hmm. First off, we have Eva Green, or Eva Green, I'm not sure. She made waves with her performance in Bernardo Bertolucci's The Dreamers. Later, she appeared as the Bond girl who started it all in the 2006 critically acclaimed masterpiece Casino Royale. She was born in Paris, France on this day in 1980.
0: And she is a twin, and she was born two minutes earlier than her fraternal twin sister, Joy. So let's go ahead and wish happy birthday to Joy as well.
1: Interesting. She's also on that Mm -hmm. show. What's that show called? Not Peaky Blinders, the other one. Um, The Victorian Uh, horror show. Downton Abbey. No. (laughs) That Victorian horror show, Downton Abbey.
0: (laughs) Carnival Row?
1: No. Anyway, I can't remember what Uh, it's called.
0: Okay, that's it. That's all I got.
1: A sweet little tale of a boxer trying to get somewhere turned bit player Sylvester Stallone into a full-blown movie star, and we're still enjoying the benefits of that success. He's been nominated for three Oscars and was born on this day in New York City in 1946.
0: He had a slow start, actually, to his career. He had brief, uncredited appearances in M.A.S.H., He was basically, I don't know if he was a background or if they just Mm. pulled his lines, but he was a soldier sitting at a table. Uh, Pigeons, the movie Pigeons, he was a party guest. He was in Woody Allen's Bananas as a subway
1: thug. uh, As a thug on the subway. You get a good glimpse of him in that one.
0: Oh, he was actually a background in, this is interesting. He was a background in Clute, um, if we remember that. um.
1: It makes sense that he was in everything that was shot in New York, basically. Yeah, pretty
0: much. (laughs) Pretty much, Yeah. yeah.
1: And he was in a softcore porn as well.
0: It's yeah. nice. Yeah. I, again, everyone in New York yeah. at that time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> A huge hit on the comedy circuit, Kevin Hart has transitioned to acting and has topped the box office in the Jumanji films, as well as appearing in The Upside and Central Intelligence. He was born in Philadelphia on this day in 1979.
0: Well, I don't think he did any softcore, but George W. Bush is an American politician and businessman who served as the 43rd president of the United States from 2001 to 2009. Oh, don't we remember? Yeah. Aren't we nostalgic for those years yeah. now?
1: Yeah. Which is foolish, <laughs> um, but yes.
0: It's crazy. A member of the Republican Party. He had previously served as the 46th governor of Texas from 95 to 2000. Of course, he was born into the Bush political empire. We all know his father, H.W. Bush, who we, uh, I think we've talked about his birthday. He was his father. And of course, he's the brother of Jeb Bush, the uh, former governor of of Florida, among other things. So happy birthday, George. When
1: he he introduced him. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Laura Bush was not able to pull that. Coquette alcoholic together until he was like 40 so for all we know he did do softcore and he just doesn't remember it
0: good point
1: jeffrey yep. rush became a star outside his native australia when his performance as david Helfgott got in the 1996 movie shine earned him the academy award for best actor he's been nominated three more times since for shakespeare in love quills and the king's speech he was born in toowoomba australia on this day in 1951
0: One of Australia's most accomplished actors. He is one of the 24 people who have gotten an EGOT. He's in our EGOT list, which I didn't realize, actually.
1: Oh, that's interesting. interesting. Did he win the Emmy for probably the Peter Sellers movie?
0: I can't tell you what he Mm -hmm. won everything for. I just have it as one of he's one of the 24 who have it.
1: Well, how does he have a Grammy? He must have done a spoken word album or something.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I was wondering too. By the way, that uh, that series that we were looking for—not Carnival Row, not Peaky Blinders, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. That's what it's
1: called. Yes. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think I've just realized that Penny Dreadful and Peaky Blinders are two different shows. Yeah. Thought they were the same. I
1: did not show. know that when I started one of them and realized I wanted to watch the other.
0: <laughs> yep. Which one is better?
1: A good question. I haven't watched a full episode of either, so I can't tell you. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I tried Peaky Blinders, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this again with subtitles, and it was like two in the morning, and that was it. I never went back.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Geraldine James gave an acclaimed performance in the miniseries The Jewel in the Crown. More recently, she's appeared in Calendar Girls and 45 Years, and as Marilla Cuthbert in the series Anne with an E. She was born in Berkshire, England on this day in 1950.
0: Is that her in the background there?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Let me take that again. <laughs> you
0: know, it's, it's all good. I don't mind. I'm always like, just name just name it. And then we could you know, because it makes it interesting. And actually, we just did a little bit of, uh, of R&D. And it looks like he is actually not an EGOT. Um, because at, just as you had mentioned, he did not have the Grammy. So mm. he's an ot. He has an Emmy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So he just needs to do a Spoken World album Or just be happy with...
1: uh, Well, I think he's part of a band, so who knows? Maybe they might pull it together and win a Grammy Mm -hmm. Award. Who knows?
0: Mm -hmm. So, John Dreyer is an American actor, radio host, screenwriter, and former American football defensive end in the NFL. Following his retirement from football, Dreyer had a successful career as a film and television actor, notably starring in the series Hunter, his height of six foot six uh, is notable, and uh, one of the reasons he's had the roles he's had. He's t- he's turning t- seventy four today. I almost said twenty four.
1: <laughs> Marco is you. a
0: big fan of Hunter. I don't remember Hunter. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a Marco show, I guess.
1: He was a cop. She was pretty, but not too pretty. And oh. together they. They
0: fought crime yeah <laughs> he's a cop she has the looks together they're perfect she doesn't
1: need what a job yeah. <laughs> what's your job i am pretty but not too pretty
0: huh. i'm a cop and a lady
1: <laughs> as an ingenue janet lee appeared in the 1949 version of little women and the 1952 classic scaramouche Later, she earned an Oscar nomination for the most famous shower in history in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, continued to act in movies, and then turned to writing novels. She was born in Merced, California on this day in 1927 and died in 2004 at the age of 77.
0: Her final film credit was the teen film Bad Girls from Valley High in 2005 opposite Christopher Lloyd.
1: Interesting. It's an interesting
0: yeah. moment for both of them in their careers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the actor, I'm movie.
0: assuming the actor Christopher Lloyd.
1: Yeah. I only have a handful of heroes, Amanda, and one of them is the genius of Jennifer Saunders, actor and writer who is half of the French and Saunders comedy team and the talent behind the amazing series Absolutely Fabulous. She was born on this day in Lincolnshire, England in 1958.
0: She published her autobiography, Bonkers, My Life and Laughs, in October of 2013. So definitely check that out. And I've outed myself on this program before. (laughs) If you haven't heard it, uh, for many years I lied and said that I love French and Saunders, (laughs) even though I had never watched it. You know,
1: absolutely (laughs) fabulous. You said you'd you'd never – you you pretended to love AbFab
0: both both yeah obviously i just lie about all of it i oh yeah Abfad. it's just fantastic but no i had never actually. for
1: some it. reason her book took longer to come out in canada than everywhere else i don't know why and i ended up buying it from a tiny store in a little town in australia because i found it there oh, wow. and i'm like better grab this while i can and um <laughs> and i mean this is no disrespect to her it's not a particularly interesting book because she's just someone who had a good childhood and you know mm. worked hard and was successful like there's not that, you know yeah
0: I hate those. That's what I felt about uh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey's book. Like, right. Where like, it's
1: like, a, a, actually, an admirable, enviable life is never a good autobiography to read, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a helpful one at the very least. Yeah. Because you just you want to hear about <laughs> how they you want to see yourself in them. And, yeah. and you know, you want to hear about how they overcame adversity, not how yeah. they were handed jobs because they had another job and yeah. then all yeah. that. Well, somebody that definitely uh, had a lot of adversity in her life and I find personally extremely inspiring. Frida Kahlo was (laughs) born on this day in 1907. Uh, If you don't know who she is, let's talk about her. She was a Mexican painter. She's actually Mexican and Hungarian. She was known for her many portraits, self-portraits, and works inspired by nature and the artifacts of Mexico. Inspired by the country's popular culture, she employed a a naive folk art style that's that is what they called it although mm-hmm. it, it sounds different to our ears, certainly yeah. um but she questions identity post-colonialism gender class race and mexican society um if you haven't been to uh, la casa azul in uh, coyacan mexico city i highly recommend going um she's just fabulous i i had seen the like you know Salma Hayek movie. I knew who she was. She didn't, she kind of, I was like, okay, she was a cool lady, I guess. I didn't really connect with her personally as an artist until I went to the Frida Kahlo Museum and La Casa Azul in Coyacan. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I think the thing that I just really connected with um, as an artist, I think we all, whether you're an artist or not, um, you know, she created from where she was and from what she had. Mm-hmm. So she just let the art live in every way Uh, similar I would say to Maude Lewis as well here in Canada but she just you know she would paint her body cast she would paint her ceiling she would paint all around and created beauty where she was she bloomed where she was planted versus trying to go out and make great works
1: I watched that Salma Hayek movie so many times I drove everyone crazy about it like obsessed with it yeah and because I love Frida Kahlo as well and mm-hmm. uh, Salma Hayek always credits Madonna, actually, with being the person who is the reason why most people have heard of Frida Kahlo in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, that She really mm-hmm. raised her um, awareness in, in uh, the 80s. But yeah. um, that scene in the movie where she has had the m- miscarriage and has mm-hmm. painted the mm-hmm. painting of herself with the fetuses coming out yes. of her body. Uh, yes. The scene where Alfred Molina is staring at that painting and crying, I think, is the perfect encapsulation of how her work affects people where it's so direct yes. and honest. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't get enough of her work or being surrounded by her mm-hmm. energy and her art. Um after going to her house, it for me it was a very transformative moment in my life. I actually got to go on my birthday um in 2012. That's cool.
1: Was she part yeah. Hungarian? I thought her father was German.
0: He was Hungarian from mm. my he was Jewish memory. Too. Yeah 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 and uh which is what that last name is i believe is hungarian yeah. and uh, of course he lived there and you know she was extremely political as well yeah for sure okay
1: moving on mm-hmm. brian van holt is a character actor who usually appears as tough guys in military movies like black hawk down and basic plus he's one of our birthday celebrants who appeared on bill and amanda's favorite show <laughs> sex and the city he was born in waukegan <laughs> illinois on this day in 1969 now, Amanda, since you always get it wrong, tell me who Brian Van Holt played on Sex and the City.
0: Um, I'm going to go with... He was also on Cougar
1: Town. I should mention that, too.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, then I, I'm going to go ahead and say the rabbi that Charlotte has a relationship No,
1: no. With. But you were right when you said Charlotte. It, he was the movie star. Do you remember when she, had, uh, she oh, made yes. out with Wiley Ford in his limo and Carrie was like, yes. get out of that limo it was him yes yes. the one who thought the fire extinguisher was a piece yeah
0: remember when she said she was 28 yeah um that's (laughs) that's that's when she dated um
1: anson mount yeah
0: okay anyway
1: Mm -hmm. Um, kathy um, o'donnell will always oh sorry did you have something to say about brian no i'm just
0: laughing that i said he was the rabbi okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) kathy o'donnell will always deserve her spot in hollywood history for her delicate performance in the best years of our lives which was directed by her brother-in-law william wyler She also appeared in Weiler's Ben-Hur and was born on this day in Siluria, Alabama in 1923. She died in 1970 at the age of 46.
0: 46, my goodness. Well, her last screen appearance was in 1964 in an episode of Bonanza.
1: Ned Beatty has appeared in everything, but the highlights include a very memorable scene in Deliverance that still makes it impossible for any of us to hear a banjo. Later, he was Oscar nominated for his performance in Network, and in the 80s frequently appeared on Roseanne as Dan's father. He was born in Louisville, Kentucky on this day in 1937.
0: Happy birthday, Ned. Happy
1: birthday to him, all (laughs) right. His debut album, "Get Rich or Die Tryon, was at the time of its release the most successful debut ever, with 900,000 copies sold in the first week. It later became the title of the Jim Sheridan film in which he starred. Fifty Cent was born Curtis James Jackson III in Queens on this day in 1975.
0: Fifty Cent, man, yeah. you know he's uh, and he's been quite an investor. Like he's got a lot of properties, and he's really made his money work for him. So good for him. Cool.
1: He was the ideal sidekick on the 60s Batman television show. Burt Ward played Robin and was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1945.
0: Ward wrote a tell-all autobiography called Boy Wonder, My Life in Tights, which described his time playing Robin.
1: Oh, I should read that. I would love to read that. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. And I know that it's one of those shows, it's so pure and innocent that I know for sure that they were all doing drugs and having orgies on the set. Like, that's just always the case with shows like that. Absolutely. So I, that I think
0: that's the name of that should be the name of your autobiography when it finally <laughs> comes out. Boy wonder, my life in tights.
1: <laughs> my life in someone else's tights. <clears throat> <laughs> Twin sisters Tia and Tamara took their success on the series Sister Sister into a number of films built around their fame that rivaled the Olsen twins. Today, Tia Maury Hardricht and Tamara Maury Housley celebrate 42. They were born in Gelnhausen, Germany.
0: Again, who knew they were yeah. born in Germany? It's I think so they were uh,
1: army brats, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I always forget how, ma- how much American army is in Germany. There's yep. such an American presence in Germany, which uh, yep. I've only spent one whole day in Germany. So
1: That's the result but, of the uh, war, I assume. But, yeah.
0: I, I guess, yeah, anywhere that there was a a big war there seems to be American posts, hence all the Americans I knew when I lived in Korea. Yep. I'm getting a wrap it up from our producer. So uh, yeah. you don't want to hear me.
1: Anywhere that they, they lost to Americans, usually there's a major American. Like yeah. if you go to Japan. We, yeah.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah.
1: The Merv Griffin Show was just the start of the man's taking over show business. Eventually, Merv Griffin became a name synonymous with the most popular game shows in television history, including Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. He was born on this day in San Mateo, California in 1925 and died in 2007 at the age of 82. As a young actress, Natalie Bailly appeared in the Oscar-winning Day for Night and Godard's Every Man for Himself. Later, she starred in Une Liaison Pornographique and Xavier Dolan's Laurence Anyways, as well as making a rare cross into Hollywood film as Leonardo DiCaprio's mother in Catch Me If You Can. She was born in Manville, France, in 1948. Oh, okay. As a young woman, she was the first performer to take gospel music into Las Vegas casinos. Later, recording star and actress Della Reese achieved fame with her performance on the hit series Touched by an Angel. She was born in Detroit on this day in 1931, and died in 2017 at the age of 86.
0: And I used to be in an improv troupe that was named Della Reese for Aww. reasons I'm not exactly sure why. I, yeah,
1: I, li- I still her. listen to her singing Come On to My House. I love that song so much.
0: Oh, that's a good, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to listen to it today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In your and her honor.
1: And then look for the YouTube clip of Madonna lip syncing to that song in Swept Away. All right. <laughs> Filmmaker Martin Jero debuted with the Canadian feature Young People Fucking. Since then, he has helmed episodes of Blind Spot and the L.A. Complex. He was born in Geneva, Switzerland, on this day in 1977.
0: Very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a few friends that were in Young People Fucking and, uh, and in Blind Spot actually. Mm-hmm. I, L.A. Complex was a really interesting show because, correct me if I'm wrong, it was about uh, mostly Canadians that were trying to make it in Hollywood, right? Oh,
1: okay. I don't know. I never watched it.
0: Yeah, I think so. And actually it's kind of getting, um, because it's, uh, it's because people are watching things at home more now and you can binge series. They put both, um, both seasons of it up on the CW, you know, app or whatever. And it's finding a whole new audience actually right now.
1: I interviewed him and Aaron Abrams when young people fucking came out and, uh, just, he's the nicest, he's a very, very, very nice guy. No pretensions Mm -hmm. at all. And, um, yeah, so I, I hope that he still has more and more success in the future. He was very nice to me.
0: Well, speaking of nice guys, the 14th Dalai Lama was born in Taxter, Tibet in 1940. During the 1959 Tibetan uprising, the Dalai Lama fled to India, where he currently lives as a refugee. He's traveled the world. He's spoken about the welfare of Tibetans, environment, economics, women's rights, nonviolence, interfaith dialogue, Buddhism, science, cognitive neuroscience reproductive health and sexuality and yes he's a recipient of the Nobel peace prize hmm. and he was born on this day
1: but do we like his fashion amanda
0: yes i Ooh. love red okay <laughs> big fan big fan of the color well happy july the 6th to you bill
1: you as well amanda
0: And if you want to check out uh, any of our other things or things we want to say or if we got it wrong, as I often do, then please let us know. You can go to Born On This Day podcast on any of our social media handles.